straight up kept ice in the form of ice for like 20 hours. It's a really wild. Well, a bottle. Ice cold for 20 hours. No, it stays ice for that long. Like, it's solid. Also, both of those statements are true. Welcome back to Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. This is episode nine, and I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. And I'm Tyler. Whoa. Okay. Well, we got a guest. <laughs> we got a guest, and his name's Tyler. Speak up, Tyler. The folks want to hear your beautiful Hello. voice. Today, well, it's the first time we've had a guest. Yeah. Pretty weird. You heard him call in last week, or we called him? You called me. We yeah, called we, him. That's right. Luckily, he was very available. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week, Tyler. it was Tyler's choice. Tyler Smith. Let's just go ahead and your his name's Tyler Smith. You might know from TylerSmithFeet.com. Tell my <laughs> <laughs> you might, <laughs> and you should. If you, go, if you go there, please uh, hit the advertising <laughs> links so I can draw some revenue from that. Like, that's probably a site. Anyways, uh, welcome to, to episode nine. Tyler, you chose uh, 1998's In Serenading by Mineral, their posthumous album. And uh, my phone froze, but it's... Um, <laughs> From 1996, The Rock, the Nick Cage classic. Correct. Yeah. That was one of my worst intros. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the link with your picks, Tyler? I believe uh, rocks are made of minerals. That's true. That is very true. <laughs> it checks out. It's maybe the most scientific connection we've had so far. Speaking of links, hit uh, tylersmithfeet.com. <laughs> I'm try- actually trying to go to it right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> In the meantime... Um, that record came out off of what's called Crank Records. And yep. I looked it up. They put out like Boys Life, Bright Eyes, One Line Drawing, and Cursive. I had yeah, never dude. heard of Crank Records. They oh really? They put it out, man. They're sick. Look, we'll get there. Yeah, Mike. What have you been listening to? I've been listening to White Reaper again, over and over. The and record over. from last year, but like everything, all the way cool. back. They're the the um, theme song of Yeah, but still, which is a podcast I really like. And every they time are. I hear uh, Make Me Want to Die, I just like. I just put them on and play their entire discography because they're sick. Cool. Um, besides that, I've been listening to a band called Lowercase Roses, who's out of Philly. Um, he was in the band that. Sidekicks for a while. Matt Sherman. Okay. Um, yeah, he's got some pretty pretty cool, like, I guess it's like Elliot Smith-ish kind of stuff a little bit, but it's really cool. Okay. Big fan. What have you been listening to? Um, well, I've kind of revisited Charles Bradley because he's got like a, well, they released like an unreleased song. Okay. Of his, uh, and it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I went back and listened to a bunch of stuff like yesterday and today. And then I listened to Colleen Green because there's a new uh, release on Spotify, but it was just th- some of the old stuff. But it also had that song, Maybe I'll Get Hit by a Car Tonight, which yeah. is really good. Was well, What's the Harmontown connection? Do you know anything about that? Because it said it was called like Harmontown something. I don't know if some of those songs were on that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't look it up. Hmm. Uh, I listened to the new Alkaline Trio. It's not good. Okay. That's that about all I got. Sounds right. Oh, I also listened to Devo all day today. That was really cool. Okay. Not Tyler. that cool. Oh, Tyler. Shit. Yeah, what have you what listened, you to? listened to? Jerk. Well, I go through uh, rotations where I'll listen to podcasts, audiobooks, and then the same albums just uh, in rotation. I'm currently on my audiobook phase, uh, okay. but next will come uh, me listening back to American football every day. Like you focus on one of these at a time. Yeah. I do the same thing. I get really into it. It keeps things fresh, kind of. Yeah. Um, Well, I recently listened to the new Foxing album a couple times. Oh, they just played. Uh, This will come out in two months, and they won't have just played. (laughs) But they just played with Cave People and Kississippi and somebody else. Yeah. But uh, it's it's one of those albums I don't like yet, but I think I will. So I'm going to listen to it a few times to adjust to it. Sweet. I've never really listened to them. What's a good place to start at? Start their, I think their best song is The Medic. It's probably the most uh, popular song of theirs. Okay. So is that short for paramedic? <laughs> sure. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sorry, I was checking the levels and that <laughs> felt like a good question to ask. Um, but I guess it wasn't. Wow. Tyler, what's your history with emo in general? You seem like an emo boy at heart. Oh, yeah. I started when I was 14. Yeah. I talked on a previous episode about how uh, I remember sitting in your rec room and listening to, like, Nickel Wound by Texas is the Reason and oh, listening yeah. to, like, Gloria by Mineral and listening to... That's some Sunny Day Real Estate on there. That was, that was the reason. That for the was why se- you brought it up. The reason yeah. for the season. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, a lot of, like, Alkaline Trio and stuff. Yeah. Have you uh, listened to the new one? 
No, I, it's like a couple cool songs, but like, overall, it's like a little. There's some bands that I just don't approach new stuff because it'll ruin it for me. Yeah, like Coheed and Cambria. After the second Good Apollo album, they're they're as far as I'm concerned, they haven't written anything else. Oh, that makes sense. I'm kind of keeps me pure and innocent. <laughs> <laughs> you are far Childlike from like sense of wonder. <laughs> <laughs> what I uh, do that with like uh, AFI, especially. Uh, fire yeah. aside. <laughs> so as far as Aqualand Trio, no, I will not listen to the new album. Yeah, good call. What is your favorite emo album? Oh my god! Oh, American American Football's LP One. Okay. Oh, cool. Good answer. That's probably a really generic one considering their popularity in the scene, but it's, cool. it's yeah. just way too no, good. It's timeless, though. It's cool. We found that out. Good, uh, oh, yeah. good cop-out answer. <laughs> it's the truth. Wow. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Son it's of a, a bitch. It's a very good album. Um, really loud in my headphones. I'm going to turn me down. You guys keep talking amongst yourselves. You have to do a lot of editing on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ever notice how hard it is to uh, continue a conversation when someone just says, keep talking? Yeah. <laughs> well, what should we talk about now? Um, it was going fine until you said that. This is probably staying in, by the way. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, so we'll start with our wine for this week, and that is mineral and serenading. Correct. As Mike introduced it earlier. The posthumous album. Mike, you already know what I'm going to ask you. Did you. Do you have it pulled up? I do have it pulled is up. This, is this band emo? Mineral is an emo band. Even sad bands laugh, and it's got a gif of uh, Chris Simpson laughing during an interview. Mike has this website that he consults every time where... Uh, What's it called? You just like, it's, it's like, is this band emo.com? That's it. And then you just punch in a band name and it tells you if it is or not. And sometimes it has like weird long yeah. explanations. Like it's got a little gif of, of oh, a, is it gif or jif? I say gif. It's gif. Graphic it's, user it's <laughs> interface. <laughs> it's it's gif, but I will never say that instead uh, of just now. It's gif. Also, I'm pretty it's definitely gif. that yeah. website's run by the guy that has the washed up emo podcast. Yeah. So, so it's our competitor, I think. But it's cool. He he does a good thing. Um, I found out what bands are emo, what bands aren't emo. <laughs> so well, you gotta, I guess you gotta cool. give him a shout out if you're using his resources. Hey, what's up? I think I shouted him out on a previous episode, probably the first one. I don't remember. Do you think they'll ever even listen to this? Um, if you're listening, thanks for listening. You really like emo a whole bunch. So I don't listen to other podcasts that talk about emo. <laughs> Name five. Because we're the authoritative <laughs> figure. <laughs> so mineral is uh, from Houston, Texas. Austin. Houston. I got Houston, too. I got, uh, they're all from Austin. So I do have... Uh, they formed in Austin. They broke up. Spoiler alert. But uh, I went back and I looked at one of their last set lists. Uh, I looked at their set lists. This is so fucking <laughs> long-winded. I looked at their set lists from 97 and 2014 to compare how they played songs from this album being like a posthumous album. Okay. And they played like two off of it uh, back in 97, and they played like eight off of it in 2014 when they got back together. So cool. Both shows in Austin, which well, was the connection What year there. did they break up? They broke up in 97 or 98, I think. Right after their album was done. That's why that's uh, inserinating. Yeah. We've seen that a couple times. Yeah. When, Emo uh, bands don't like to stay together for the kids. There was another band we did that did the same thing, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, well, American Football rec- uh, broke up shortly after that one, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Were they yeah. ever even together? Yeah. Or they played a few shows. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah. But it was like they That's they didn't break theme. up because they wanted to. It was like they're in college and just had to go home. Yeah. Yeah. You mean they had? They to didn't even stay think of. They probably home. didn't even like. Ooh. Oh. They probably didn't even put that much thought into it. Like we're not talking up. about that album. So. Yeah, Mike. Come on, soundtrack, dude. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, when. Do you guys remember like when you first heard this band or this record? I like ish, probably with Tyler. In, in really? High, in high school, yeah. Yeah. I can't pinpoint it exactly. I mean, I heard their uh, the power of failing first. It took me a while to get to this one. Yeah. I was that was back in the days when you didn't just have everything easily available. Super available, right? So you have, I, you I have to illegally to a, download it, so it was only marginally completely available. Yeah. So yeah. I would get single songs, so I didn't even know Same. what the albums were, how they were. Uh, segmented or anything mm-hmm. i feel like i didn't hear this man in general till like a lot later than a lot of people so it's probably only been like i don't know the last like six to eight years maybe yeah yeah so like 2010 to 12 somewhere in there for sure but yeah uh, no, i mean that's and i probably listen to this record first because i recognize I, I feel like the cover art is mm-hmm. a little more recognizable. The other one's kind of ambiguous. You're it's right. It's in like Comic Sans, the other one is. <laughs> yeah. I also came clean with you guys. I felt very vulnerable. I thought it was called The Power of Falling, not The Power of Failing. And I just found out maybe 20 minutes ago that I was wrong. Yeah. You were so wrong. So yeah. wrong. I'm dumb. <laughs> um, they have a song called Gloria off of the other album, and they went on to form a band called The Gloria Record. Yeah. Which oh, is that's interesting. Them? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, Pretty interesting. I read an AMA recently where someone asked who Gloria is. 
He said he won't tell. Oh. <laughs> also, his name's Chris Simpson. Do you guys know the artist Chris Simpson? He has a Facebook uh, page called Simpsons Drawings that I've gone and done, and it's like oh. weird. Well, his name is Chris Simpson's artist. I don't know if his name is Chris Simpson, is it? Uh, I thought it was. <laughs> like we were wrong. Either way, that's a I don't know. maybe the best Facebook page there is. We're getting very <laughs> off track, I, I got to say. Are we? Uh, <laughs> I true. can't think of a better through line. <laughs> uh, I think the cover art is really good. Yeah, I agree. Back to that. I'm going to play a song off it. What do you think? Yeah, do that. Yep. I think I'll just gonna, I'm going to play the opening track. Love Letter Typewriter. Love Letter Typewriter. Yeah, sounds good. I'm going to also just kind of give you a glimpse into my brain when i was listening to this today i wrote uh best opening riff to an album maybe was this one of the bands to uh sort of pioneer the song titles that were all one word Ooh, it could be <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be hard to really pinpoint but it's not yeah. written that way on like spotify but if you look on wikipedia and i guess probably the yeah. album art it's all like yeah. crunched yeah. together right. the real official stuff is all no uh, no spaces yeah <laughs> It sounds a lot like, do you guys know there's a band called Shores? They're kind of like a slow core band. No. They're pretty cool. You can't just like make that. a word and say, say core after it, <laughs> make it a thing. Are no, that's a thing. Slow core? I think it's, it, I think it's slow stupid. Slow core is an official genre. It's stupid, but it's a thing. Like that band, uh, Duster, or like. I don't know about them. Uh, Chris is weird or whatever, aren't oh, they? Chris is weird. They're more like Screamo, uh, Scrams kind of stuff, yeah. I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah, after about <laughs> four minutes of this you song. You can just make up a, a genre like Tyler Core. And then just say it's a thing. <laughs> Good. I don't know why you guys are coming at me. You guys are like ganging up on there me. There was Whistlecore. <laughs> Whistlecore. Oh, Power Whistle Violence was the best song. I love that so much. Um, yeah. but, so my thing was like after about three minutes of just that, the song never really got too into it. And I was like, all right, maybe I don't love Mineral that much. The first song is like a, a very much all build up. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. They, they Compared to the first album, they keep things a lot more mellow Here. throughout. I'm going I'm to ask you guys a question real quick. Do you think this is the same song or the next song? Same song. Next song. Next song. Oh, it is next song. That's right. Same, the transition. Same, same tempo, same everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too much. Turn it off. Whoa. That song could all just be a build-up to the next. Like, uh, um, what in on Seasons in Verse with My Heart to Joy. Okay. Song that leads into Empty Homes. I forget the name. Yeah. All they of do, Life is they do like the, track four. They do like a similar thing, though. Yeah, the whole, there's one track that's just lead up to the next track. That's cool. It's fair. I like that. I think it's done w- really well on this one. Because I also think that the second track is probably my favorite song on the record. Palisade. Isn't that what it's called? What's that? Which one's that? Third track? Or the Two. Second track. Second is track. Palisade. Yeah. yeah. That one's good because it gets like a little bit more peppy. All right, I'll keep I like pl- that. Yeah. I'll skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, skip ahead. Could have been in the same spot. <laughs> That's real peppy. You I feel guys. like it is <laughs> in the same spot. Dude, maybe I'm thinking of track three. Do you think any listeners are crying yet? <laughs> Yo, like off and on though, because Mike keeps stopping it, and then they're like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he plays, and then they start crying again. <laughs> Got to give him time to get some tissues. <laughs> um, Fair. I don't People. know if this band is Christian or religious or secular or what. Do you guys he know would, the beef? He was pretty story? religious when he went through these, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of Christian undertones in his lyrics. He's not overtly like trying to make a Christian rock band, but yeah. it's a lot of his inspiration. I'm glad. I don't remember what it was, but I picked up on like a lyric or something while I was listening to it. I was like, oh, is this band a Christian band? And then I never looked it up. He makes a lot of Christian references. I like really? looked at plyrics.com for the first time since 2012. Yo, I saw that website. 2002. Plyrics is sick. Were you looking up like Blink One Eighty Two Stadium? Yo, know, I've added shit. lyrics to P lyrics before. Nice. Same, same. Yeah, I think I had a big. I'm just doing Lord's work over what, here. What'd you add? Uh, painted black with a couple of the seven inches. Cool. Yeah. Do you go on like songmeetings.net and argue with people over what it means? No, but okay. I I go on there and it's so funny when people uh, put lyrics on there and then they don't know like a whole bar, so they just put a bunch of question marks <laughs> and then that's like the official <laughs> post for yeah. that song. Yeah. Like, no one followed up on this. <laughs> Someone's got the lyric sheet somewhere. Um, you would think so. I didn't, as we'll find out later, I didn't look up any lyrics to this band for some reason. <laughs> I kind of goofed my research a little bit, but uh, you, can't really, you can't really tell unless you look them up. He's, like, yeah. singing, but he's kind of in between notes all the time, too, which is cool. I like that. But yeah, I just, yeah. It's that. so, like... Um, sustained and shouty sometimes that I can't quite tell what he's trying to say. That's why I don't even look up the lyrics. I just think of it as another instrument, man. Yo, yo, and I was thinking about that. It's funny you say that. Even though it's like, that was like, you might have been half joking there, but like, uh, the other day I was like, you know, I don't always know what like notes people are playing. Why is it 
different with lyrics. It doesn't have to be. Exactly. You know, it can just be like all part of the big picture. It just picture. fits the melody of the song. How yeah, high were you? <laughs> um, Stone to the bone. <laughs> um, song four. You guys have played emo game. We've been we've all we've been friends long enough to know that we've played emo game. Uh, the two and a half of them, yeah. Um, so there's a secret move from Chris Simpson called the Driving Snow. Okay. And that's one of the lyrics in this song. Oh, that's awesome. What's the song called? Uh, the song is called Unfinished. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's unfinished. a That's a good track. Yeah. That might be my favorite off the album, actually. I put that as my like second one. Yeah. I like that one. Um, I it like kicks this. if it k- kicks if kicks off at like 112. Hang on, I'm gonna play that real quick because it's like the intro is real similar to the first half of the album, and then mm-hmm. like they're formulaic for sure. They are, but it like it feels like one big piece too. Totally. But this part's sick. Train of thought. I'm gonna let it ride for a little bit. Yeah. We're all just kind of like bobbing our heads and looking at each other. I don't know how long we're supposed to do this. <laughs> no, I mean, chime in whenever. Oh yeah, we can talk over it. Um, yesterday I was listening to this song on the way to work, and it was like, or this album on the way to work, and it was like raining, and I was like, this is perfect. It fit perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this that's a perfect. Moment. That's one of the reasons I picked this one and not their other album. Yeah, because this will be coming out what in October probably. People can listen to it. Yeah, it's, it yeah, right. So that'll be right when people are starting to get in that fall winter emo mode. Yeah, dude. And this one's slower and a little more like emo-y, if you if you will, and sadder. Yeah. Can I just say I love hoodie weather? Like I don't like being cold, but I like being cold and trying to stay warm. Okay. I feel like that's just like I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. This is like a hoodie weather band. That was me trying oh, to be yeah, like a, a basic human being. But like, <laughs> you guys agree with me? So. <laughs> Can I just say, uh, please? Yo, Pitchfork gave this record a seven point six. That's good. How do you guys feel about that? It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. They gave the other one like eight point five. Yeah. Okay. I mean. They probably did that it. because they broke up, and I don't know. I feel like they knew what they were doing. When did they pl- when did they play again? 2014, 2015? 2014. Did any of you guys go at all? No, no I was. It uh, didn't look like they played much over on the East Coast. At there all. wasn't a yeah. lot. They were in Philly, but I don't think I lived in. Um, yeah, I think I just moved to Philly that summer, so I don't okay. know if I was able to go. I'll be honest. It sounds mean, but I don't think I'd go see him today. I don't think I would. I 100 percent would. I don't know if I would get much out of it more than I do listen to the record. I don't know. Depends who they played with, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Because if it's a reunion tour and they get someone else that doesn't play a lot or someone else that's like on a really neat tour, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, that's true. I feel like the B-side hit some doldrums until um, the song ends serenading, the second to last one. Dude, I wrote that down too. That song feels like it could be the last song. That should be the last song. It's, the it's the last song kind of like, it just kind of It's a little like, flat. not too jammy, but it's like too like, doesn't really go anywhere yeah. in a way. One of the one of the songs, but and serenading is an awesome song. Yeah. Yeah, we'll that, play that, that for the transition. That should yeah. be the last. Um, there are some lyrics where he's like, "When I was a boy, why am I so deaf at 22?" He's like sp- speaking about age a lot. Okay, they were pretty young when they wrote this. That's that's pretty young. How around what were they when they wrote this? You think, 22-ish or, or younger? Okay, yeah. I don't know. Cool. Yeah, yeah very cool. Around college age, just after college age. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Like every Midwestern emo band that when they wrote their records. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Can I say their guitars are very in tune on this album? I feel like they probably tune in between every song. Yo, so there's I wrote this down. The beginning of the song "Waking to Winter," the I don't know if it's like on purpose, but there is one guitar that sounds out of tune to me. Oh no, <laughs> a disagreement. <laughs> Unless it's like a a style choice. Oh, I hear that. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's got to be a style it, I choice. I think it's a style choice. There's be, no yeah. way they would like purposely. <laughs> Their engineer is just like, nah, it's fine, keep it. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Or he like I gets, wanted it. He like accidentally didn't record the guitar track, and then they were gone. And he's like, shit, I gotta put something down. <laughs> <laughs> Crank Records is like, that's what fine. I choose to believe happened, and no one proofed it. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, overall, that's canon now. That's a canon. That's source. canon. Mineral canon. <laughs> I'm gonna play Gloria because I'm definitely more of a fan of their earlier album. I feel like their earlier album had like some heavier parts. And we could have just done that one, man. Do they have any EPs or anything, or just the two LPs? Yeah, there was. Uh, I'll have to get this song. There was a few of them that went on seven inches. Okay. I think there's like a best of compilation too. 
of like oh there is like a complete discography that was uh, that was released record. in Japan first believe it or not oh cool interesting I've heard of Japan maybe, who says I haven't yeah. maybe they're big in Japan mm. I, yeah, I don't know Japan loves like American stuff so yeah they, like, I didn't know emo it. is so big though yeah, I guess I it probably is uh, so, yeah I yeah mean, this part is cool though like uh, is this still the same song this is Gloria oh, this is Gloria album. that song's cool but that right? song Constantine by uh, something corporate oh god released mm-hmm. only in Japan first and then it somehow got popular in America that's cool it's like a um Focus group, girl. I used but to a whole country. country. With <laughs> yeah. McMahon. What'd you say? I don't know. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Do either you guys have this album, this record, or any I of don't. these records? Do I have this in physical form? Correct. No, I have Spotify, so I'm good. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. We got a digital man over here. Pay me Spotify <laughs> for that plug. Do you own any <laughs> records? Yeah, I own a few. Oh, okay. What was the first one you bought? Ooh. Uh, American Football LP1. Nice. Cool. You're, tr- you're Okay, you're back in. <laughs> you're back in. <laughs> what was your first record you bought, Joey? That I bought? Yeah, first record you ever bought. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mine was. <laughs> I didn't have a record player or anything yet. I didn't collect records, but I saw the last show pressing of Since by Man's uh, Pictures from the Hotel Apocalypse Deep for, cut. A, for a dollar on eBay. And I was like, that'd be cool to like, put on my wall or something. Yeah. I don't think I've ever listened to it, but it's like a limited edition last show pressing. It's really cool. I don't remember the first one I bought with like my own money or anything, but the first one I owned was uh, Their Satanic Majesty's Request by Rolling Stones. That's cool. <laughs> nice. Are you a Stones guy had, or a Beatles no, guy, dude? I mean, if I had to choose Rolling Stones, but really neither. Cool. Um, but some kid like... The inside is like a weird like maze. Like the album art is crazy, and yeah. some kid like uh, or maybe like drew like a line through like the whole maze part. Cool. And it was like a mess. <laughs> it was like a, it, the cover was a piece of garbage. Did he get the maze? Did he get it right on the first try? It wasn't like there was a destination. I think it was just a design that looked maze like. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Well. And then they made a movie about him. You might have heard of it. It's called The Maze Runner. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold Silence. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> then they made a sequel. They made, aren't there like three or four of those? Well, they made the movie, and then they wrote yeah. the book, and then they made more movies. <laughs> Wait, well, didn't the book come first? No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys and book your based jokes. on a movie. Interesting. The movie we did this week is The Maze Runner. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did no. you see Lil Peep uh, sampled a... Uh, a mineral song and like yeah. maybe got sued but now yeah. he's dead so can you sue someone who's dead I don't know if they got sued but they definitely called them out oh, it was some shit. guy named Gabe or Gab 3 uh, that just made me sound super <laughs> old but Gabe. his name is <laughs> stylized with a 3 no, I yeah. had the exact same question <laughs> and Danger Mal 5 <laughs> and it, uh, that guy's Wikipedia link is dead so I couldn't click on it hey, to see yeah it's a red was. link <laughs> I just saw that oh man uh, yeah it said that Gabe stated that the sample was meant to honor Mineral's work. Gabe. But you <laughs> Interesting. Can't just, you can't just take people's shit. <laughs> and be like, oh, no. I, did a, I, I, did, I just wanted people to hear you guys. They're like, yeah, we've us. got it. Thank you. Um, uh, what a sloppy wine section that was. I feel like that was fun. Well, we though. got one more thing, and oh, I'm cool. going to put the spotlight on Tyler first. Well, you can come back to you if you want. Please do. For our music segment, or for our music portion, we always do a segment where... I'll I just ask know. you, if you had to write a Weird Al parody for the, a song off this record, what would you call the song? You don't have to get into lyrics or anything. I'll what give would you, you call the song? I'll give you some time because I thought of one that okay. I thought was pretty good. I got one too. Go ahead. It'd okay. be nice if I knew this ahead of time. That's okay. Well, no, that's I try to do it on the spot every week. But Mike this tries week, to do it on the spot every week. This week I thought it was a good one, and it would just be Taste Like Sunday, but S-U-N-D-A-E, and it would be okay. like about a Sunday, like a nice Sunday. That's pretty good. Or uh, there's a song called GJs, and I'd call it BJs, and it would be about like bj novak or like bj the kid from barney okay not where your dirty minds were going oh, i was going with the uh the costco type store bj's oh cool <laughs> <laughs> so be about that <laughs> i don't i never was that a real store that's real you've never yeah. been to bj's it's real i've never been to bj's oh, I got mem- membership bulk buy store shout out to bj's <laughs> not the one you're thinking of the whole <laughs> the store uh mine is Mike always gives me crap because mine are like really bizarre. But this was so sp- one was like so Delaware specific. <laughs> it was like read your newspaper. No, it was about a Delaware <laughs> newspaper. But anyway, this one is uh, English Setter Firefighter. And I it's like about an unconventional firefighting dog as opposed to like uh, Dalmatian. Can you write some fan fiction regarding that for next episode? <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> From the perspective of Weird Al. <laughs> yes. 
he's got an accordion around his neck. Dude, if you wrote Weird Al fan fiction, the possibilities are endless. There has to be some out there. <laughs> it's the idea of fan fiction, I guess, right? You can just do whatever. Mm-hmm. Do whatever. Tyler, you got anything? Yeah, Tyler, hit us with one. Love letter butt wiper. Oh, that's Love good, too. Love letter butt wiper. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something. Parody law. What's your guys? <laughs> what's your guys to round it out? What's your guys' rating of this record out of ten? I gave it like a six out of ten. I think. Okay. I gotta go with like an eight. That's pretty. That's generous, I think. But you chose it. Well, you we really have different like opinions, you dick. I would say like six and a half or seven. Mm-hmm. I liked it more than I think I used to like it, and I had a hard time getting into it before. But revisiting it this time, it like. I don't know, maybe just because I've been listening to a lot of emo the last couple months. You're welcome. <laughs> Have you? But, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just appreciate it a lot more for sure. And its place in music history. In the lexicon. In the, at the Rock and Roll uh, And the shows rock and you've grown. <laughs> rock and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play End Serenading. We'll back we never left <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh this is fun mike what have you been watching oh man i watched some movies um i've also been watching the sopranos and i love it so much oh yeah how far are you now i just finished season three and can i just say wow <laughs> <laughs> spoken like someone who's never watched the sopranos <laughs> so, can i just say Hey. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I don't understand that reference. I've never seen it either. <laughs> uh, that it's not a reference. I was just trying to go a little more Italian. Uh, Tyler, you and I watched Mystic Pizza recently. That was kind of fun. I didn't oh, care yeah. for that movie very much, but it was so boring. Yeah, it was very boring. Where does it take place at? It takes place in the Massachusetts, in New England somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it. The town of Mystic. All the girls are just like it is in the town of Mystic, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Mystic yeah, Pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's either Connecticut or Massachusetts. I feel like because when I was on the trip to Maine a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. somehow Mystic Pizza came up and it led to me looking up where Mystic Pizza was filmed nice yeah that's, yeah, about, that's all I got yeah, all right. that was as interesting as the movie <laughs> um, I also saw a pretty cool movie last night and two months ago because this will come out in two months but uh, it was called the last Wh- night and two months ago you watched it twice <laughs> correct yeah <laughs> thanks Joey <laughs> I watched a movie called The Witch in the Window and I knew nothing about it and it was filming or uh, playing at the Philadelphia Unknown Film Festival okay and uh, it was great it was one of the scarier movies I've seen in Is a while it, do you know if it's getting a wider release at all I don't know because you told me about it the other day and I had, I had no clue what it was I saw a Facebook event for it and was like that seems cool let's go see it okay Facebook it was good. magic it was great um, yeah um, saw that was it scarier than Hereditary no Um, But it was definitely, like, it led to uh, some really good scares. It was, like, very, very tense, really, really good, very genuine. Um, And I've also seen recently, what was the thing that I watched? Oh, I I saw this movie, Eraser. Have you heard of that? With uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds familiar. It kind of fits with, like, The Rock. You guys should watch it. Does it? It's great. I I saw it a long time ago. It's terrible, but it's great. Yeah. I used to have the the VHS when I was a kid. Respect. Um that's it. I'll leave it there. I, I went off last week with my with my movie. So what have you been watching? Um, I watched. Uh, I've been watching that show, The Good Place. Oh, cool! It's pretty fun. Is there a new season of that? I don't know. On I'm Nef- still like pretty on Netflix, early. There is. There's like the second. There's, season I think it has two on there. Yeah. yeah, but I'm still in season one. But I like it so far. Season it's one was great. It's got a uh, the guy from uh, Patterson, the one dude that's like always breaking up with his girlfriend in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's like a like a, the regular character in it. He's great. Cool. Um, and then I watched Superbad. <laughs> classic. Classic. Honestly, one of the best. I don't, I don't even remember what year it came out now. but Would you call the, it a comedy? 
2005? Yes, I would. I would say one of the best modern comedies, if not the best modern comedy. Okay. Yeah. It's like flawless. I love it so much. Love it. And then I watched like uh, 30 minutes of Jalen Silent Bob Strike Back and fell asleep. Oh, yeah, nice. Right. That's about it. <laughs> J- Jake and Ronan were looking at uh, pictures of Jay and Silent Bob and determining if they should go as them for Halloween or not. Okay. What'd they decide on? Yeah, was there an answer? Uh, like I said, they were determining. Inconclusive. Oh. Inconclusive. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Tyler? What have you been watching? Yeah, what the fuck have you been watching? Uh, so I started season one. Of checking your watch, you bored? <laughs> <laughs> I have it written down there. Uh, rewatching season one of Stranger Things. Cool. Uh, I've been into. I'm like halfway through season two of Ozark, and I'm like part way into um, Jack Ryan with Big Tuna. Big Tuna. Is John that the sh- That's a show, right? This Jack Ryan thing is a show? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, there's like a lot this of Jack Ryan thing. This uh, Jack Ryan thing is a show, huh? There's a lot of Jack a lot of stuff going on in the Jack Ryan universe, Mike. You wouldn't get it. Sorry. How is it? My apologies. It's good. Do I have to know anything else about Jack Ryan? Um No. Haven't like five <laughs> different actors played him? Yeah. Cuz uh like Kiefer was it Jack Ryan, I think? Yeah, that was like back in the day. And then uh, Chris Pine. And Did Tom Cruise do him? Or he was Jack Reacher. Jack, Jack Reacher. You mean Chris Pontius and Tom Green. But there, yes. Is, yes. there is another one, though. I want to say... Uh, yeah, Big Tuna. Yeah, I guess Big Tuna. Huh? <laughs> Jack Tuna. Jack Diesel. <laughs> but yeah, he is super hot in that show. There's a, there's a funny bit on Colbert where it's John Krasinski is an action guy now kind of yeah. thing it's pretty good yeah he's actually really good in it they uh, set the tone enough that you don't get too distracted by the fact that it's Jim from the office. that he's suddenly and he's buff now yeah yeah <laughs> that's and, good and he's not pranking any of that's his like co-workers. the that's like uh, a big drawback for him in other things is that oh that's Jim oh yep like in we talked about this I think maybe in one of the last episodes was uh, the scream yeah. in qui- his scream in quiet place <laughs> it's tough for him to shed that Jim persona uh, yeah yeah, well, he doesn't look at the camera much in Jack Ryan. Okay, that might oh. help. <laughs> <laughs> Just like once or twice a scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does he do like the uh, the half smile? No, the little smirk. Uh, nonstop. It's the the no lips gym smile? That's his resting face. So, yeah. <laughs> Are we allowed to get into the movie now? I got yelled at last time. I don't give a shit. Yeah, go ahead. Get, all right, go ahead, Mike. Okay. Um, the movie is uh, something called Dwayne the Rock Johnson from 1996, when he was known as Rocky Maivia. I'm sure. <laughs> um, no, it's The Rock featuring Nicolas Cage and Ed Harris, an ensemble and cast. Sean Connery. Honestly. Sean Connery is the other guy. Sean yeah. Connery got top billing. Sean Connery said he this did. was his favorite movie, and his second favorite was Entrapment. Yeah, and Entrapment is also incredible. Never, Sean Connery uh, doesn't appear. That. Well, first off, also this movie was directed by Michael Bay. We don't. Unspoken. We shouldn't like <laughs> overlook that, honestly. Yeah, that that tells a lot about it. Honestly, I was like a little shocked. Like I knew this. About what? Like I knew it, but this movie is so much better than any other Michael Bay movie. It's crazy. What? Uh, yeah, you're right. Oh, you're this right. movie also has a Criterion release. Did this you really guys know that? I did not know. That's actually <laughs> only insane, on DVD. Though. Like it didn't make it to Blu-ray yet or I, anything like that. But I was like. I remember finding that out years ago, and I was, like, blown away. I was like, what? I sent you guys a screen cap. When it says a Michael Bay film, the closed captioning reads, Memories of Machine Gun Fire and Artillery. (laughs) And that was... That was killing me. Kicked it off. If you see, like, the image, it makes sense. Yeah. It does? For sure. It does make sense. But it doesn't make sense until you see the image. Before we get too far, let's play the opening clip of the movie, because it... What better time than now? If his uh, wife was alive and saw him, she would definitely think less of him. <laughs> well, it's a lot easier to reason with someone that's dead. It also just said his wife on the gravestone. <laughs> Did it? In, in an extremely Borat voice, his wife. <laughs> his wife. <laughs> oh, man. Also watched Borat recently, and that movie holds up big time. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Cool. Sure. It's very sensitive. Oh, I think I have a... Uh, a Borat connection to this movie. Okay. But I have to... Uh, Do they say Kazakhstan or something? I have to look it up. 
Um, so. <laughs> I would like to make a website called is this movie cheesy.com because this movie. So I don't know if cheesy. It's cheesy. You, I think you, it it's is. very cheesy. Uh, yeah. The movie itself, like the plot line, not as much, but it's a Michael Bay and you can tell. So it's yeah. true. Michael B A E. Yeah. yeah. Before all Michael, else. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Uh, I'll just get into it. So the Borat connection to this movie. We should make this a segment. Oh, that's what we're getting into? <laughs> the Borat connection <laughs> to this movie is that actress, uh, Lunell. This oh, lady. Yeah. Lunell. Is, is one of the hostages <laughs> at Alcatraz. She has like bright yellow hair in this. Yeah. And she's in Borat. Oh, yeah. So Boom. Uh, this is so something she played Borat. She plays Borat. <laughs> she plays the titular Borat. Um <laughs> This is something we should probably do every episode. Tyler, give us a quick rundown on the plot of this movie. <laughs> uh, disgruntled U.S. Marine general is fed up with the government's treatment of deceased soldiers on covert missions. Um, so he steals nerve agent and threatens to release uh, toxic gas yeah. into U.S. cities uh, until there's proper compensation for these posthumous soldiers. Yeah. Perfect. That's, that's actually exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah. great. Um, Everything the, Ed, ah! Ed Harris says is like incredible it's in this so movie. <laughs> it's like are. very extra. The dude from uh, High Fidelity, Todd Luizzo. Yeah, yeah, he's he, awesome. He's like Nick Cage's like lab partner, and he's like quirky. He's like, you want me to stab this thing into my heart? Also, there are, there are two lockdown protocols in the first ten minutes of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Insane, unheard of. Yeah, it goes off the rails pretty quickly it when does. Tangling with that stuff. Man. I thought I was like well into the movie. I was like, how long have I been watching this? They yeah. gotta, they gotta let you know how fucking wild this gas is. It's true for real, and it's in, it comes in like a, a sphere format. Yo, also <laughs> a glass sphere. It's also before I knew what they were trying to do. Yeah. Same. I was, I was like, like, did I miss something? I yeah. went back and I was like, no, I didn't miss anything. Oh, he talks about I gotta do stuff. That's the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, those little balls look kind of like delicious. I kind of want to look like hard candy. They, <laughs> we, we might bring them up later. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else might have thought they were delicious as well. <laughs> um, then it cuts to the scene of Nick Cage playing naked guitar. Yes. Um, that Perfect. seems crazy. That seems <laughs> actually crazy. He says something like, uh, "Whoa, whoa, marriage police, pull over." <laughs> like, okay. Well, you, did, you, did you did you talk about why he had the lockdown protocol? Well, can, please go ahead. Oh well, the, there was a terrorist uh, package that had sarin gas in a baby doll. Oh, thank yeah. God. And that's why he he got stressed out and diffused the situation. But that's why he went home and sat naked playing guitar to unwind. To unwind. That's why he ordered that six hundred dollar Beatles record. <laughs> <laughs> sent to his office yeah. too <laughs> and yeah, the wow. way he unwraps it he like tosses the whole lp mailer like over his head it's in sick. pieces i loved that um it was at this point in the movie where i looked up the taglines and okay. the taglines are america is rocking get ready to rock and cocked locked and ready to rock wow yeah, all I don't terrible. like any of those yeah, they're bad. terrible that yeah. is so awesome pretty Someone, rough uh, other than one person saying ready to rock later in the movie, like when all the soldiers are getting ready, mm-hmm. I think the only person to say the name of the movie is Sean Connery. Yeah, he calls it. He calls Alcatraz the Rock. Doesn't yeah. the Welcome to the Rock? I feel like the tour guide does. Does does the tour guide? The tour guide might have the, said it. I think right. the tour guide says it. I don't know though. I don't have sure. it in front of me. Yeah, it's a watch. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a guy um, in this movie who's in the film uh, Rush Hour. Uh, and in the film Rush Hour, he says, I'm sure you and Mr. Lee will have a nice time together. <laughs> and he, like, forks into laughter. What? Who is he in this he's, movie? He's, like, one of the higher-up, like, government agents or something. William Forsyth? Know. No. Bad or good? Is he bad or good in this? He's good. Okay. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Can you tell who's bad and good in this movie? You think that some people are good. You think they're bad, and then they, they flip on you. That's why it's so good. It, it blurs those so lines. <laughs> Dude, William Forsyth's hair, though. Can we talk about that? Yeah, it's please. Slicked. Yeah. Slicked. Like one piece. It looks like Koopa's hair from the Mario Brothers movies. Well, There's one piece. What oh, product Jesus. do you think he's using? One wet, huh? What product do you think he's rocking in there? <laughs> uh, just like some straight up Murray's, dude. Just the high shine. What is going on with my mic right now? I was going to say just like a uh, uh, fingernail clear coat. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> just some, or lacquer. Just lacquer. <laughs> just a bunch of lacquer. <laughs> this is like... um. This is like Gone in 60 Seconds era Nick Cage, kind of, right? 
It's like late 90s. Uh, I feel like that's about yeah. right. Was he was, that, he had so much output around then. This is like Con Air or Nick Cage too, True. right? Yeah. yeah. But I feel like, eh, you're right. But I feel like when he was driving the car, I was like, he was exactly the same character as he is in Gone in 60 Seconds when he's like driving that. He was, there was like a chase scene almost. Yeah. And he crashed a car almost. into another car and it blew up. That's a hundo percent chase scene, my friend. That's fair. Dude, that's I like fair. that we also don't know that he can drive like that any uh, leading up to that moment at all. No. And all of a sudden he's just like, whipping it he's fast and furious in it man being an fbi agent just means that you can do it all true well he can't (laughs) he can't like fight but he can do that yeah (laughs) can we talk about his family tree as well jason schwartzman john schwartzman who's in i think he's a producer in this movie john schwartzman is yeah yeah sophia coppola francis ford coppola talia shire yeah the one uh might be it (laughs) one of the people working on the film with him was his cousin yeah yeah john john schwartzman yeah producer yeah okay yeah um what do you guys think about the hairstylist character? Dude, that guy's in a show. What show is he in? Is he in like According so to Jim or something? Over the top. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I've never seen According to Jim. <laughs> <laughs> According to me, that looks like trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the character is like over the top and like not funny. It felt like yeah, it felt like taking a jab at, at homosexuals. A little yeah, bit. That weird, like, late 90s where it was yeah. like, oh, well, the, if it's a man hairstylist, yeah. gotta be flamboyant. This will be, yeah. be fucking great. I got the best idea for a joke. <laughs> yeah, and then he's, like, hiding in the uh, elevator. He says something really yeah. bizarre in there, too. He says something like, oh, well, but do you like your hair? Like, something yeah, stupid he's like, like that. Oh, I just want to know if you like your hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, also, looked up 32 Stenson Drive in San Francisco that they were going to doesn't exist it's not on google maps oh what, what the yeah. heck they're giving fake addresses they probably gave a 555 number at some point that guy's name is, up. is anthony clark and he's in some show called yes dear that, oh that might be what i'm thinking yes dear of. is um is that like a tbs show he's like um, the main character that was what's his name uh <laughs> oh it was a dude from uh Mr. global guts yeah. mike o'malley mike o'malley yeah he it. was like his buddy in that show or his brother or something yeah wow. cool <laughs> cool <laughs> There's a lot of sort of like that guy type characters in this yeah, movie, though. That's true. You I got a uh, huge cast. You Everyone got the guy that character. looks like he's an OK Go, whatever that actor's name is. Oh, uh, <laughs> Willie Garcon. That is his name. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Why do you know that? He's in Freaky Friday, I'm pretty sure. He's in White Collar. He's like, he plays like a random guy ball guy with glasses and a lot of stuff because <laughs> uh, that's because that's, that's what he looks like that's true <laughs> I mean, we need an extra but he's got to wear glasses i know who to call <laughs> okay so to, to bring us back a little bit sean connery is like unhinged in this movie he's fucking nuts but he sat in confinement for so long and they're like he's a trained killer i would argue if you sat in confinement for like the better part of a decade or two it'd take you a little while to become a trained killer again oh his i feel like his mind would just be a puddle at that point yeah yeah i think he'd be like way crazier right oh, yeah he was but like he, actually like pretty put together but he was like still physically fit and was still like yeah on his on, yeah i don't i feel like he would be way more well, at he a did loss. say he only read books about philosophy oh while cool. he was in there <laughs> like uh nice. strangers on a train that's a movie maybe what am i thinking of the girl on the train is that a book uh sure okay that's probably what he, he probably read. read that on there yeah, yeah. <laughs> worth it <laughs> um, I put that uh, there's a uh, there's a line that Nick Cage says where he says I'm a chemical super freak actually <laughs> I yeah, don't know why that, that just stuck out to me um, he had a good jab too like in, in terms of Cage lines he didn't curse very much I think as like a like he was saying friggin and like gee whiz a lot as, yeah, as a character choice I love until that the part. very end when he says fuck one time or something like that well, then the person that swears the most in this movie is the trolley car driver. Okay. <laughs> After it blows up and he, like, emerges from it or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, what the? F- God damn it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't blame him. Imagine yeah. seeing that shit that just sure. happened. Yeah. There's a good, speaking of the caption thing. Yeah. There's a good caption where uh, Nick Cage is, like, uh, about to take that guy's Ooh, bike or whatever. shot. And then... Uh, the cable it says cable guy driver my baby's going down in flames <laughs> and you can like barely hear it in the background yeah they made it seem like he owned that cable yeah, car. yeah like he, wouldn't that be owned by like the city or something <laughs> there was a really good nick cage wouldn't line. He, he might not even be on the same cable car every day yeah I mean, is he exactly. an independent it's, cable car hey, operator one. that's his baby that is his baby show some respect <laughs> uh there was a great nick cage line though where someone was like 
losers go home and fuck the prom queen. He's like, Carla was the Carla prom was queen. was the prom queen. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> like, Cox is gone. It's so yeah. good. I love that. Uh, what's the uh, what's the Zeus line? Does anybody have that? Tyler, that one's crazy. Oh, when he talk, he, what, he, they're in the uh, locked cells, and he says something about Zeus's butthole. <laughs> Michael Bay wanted that removed, but Nick Cage insisted that they keep that. He ad libbed it apparently. A lot of the apparently it's a very serious script, and a lot of the humor came in in ad libs. Perfect. Yeah, as, as as you do. Where Cage shines, man. I think the humor for me came in in like the scenarios where it was like um <laughs> it's headed right at oakland and then someone went the football game <laughs> it sounds like something out of like like threat level midnight or an episode of like decker where it's like what's the most exciting thing that could happen the all-star game you could have a bomb at it <laughs> there's a ton of like uh just like setup just explaining what's going on like Dude, exposition just that like shit was it's happening crazy so lazy that was still happening. the whole first half is exposition man. and half of the second like <laughs> honestly i made a note an hour 45 in they were still ex- like still <laughs> explaining shit i was like yo this movie's gotta wrap <laughs> just up. let us figure it yeah. out <laughs> i also made a note about how long this actually is because there's what one it's over point? two hours it's like 220 it? or something yeah it's pretty long yeah though. like an hour 15 like a bunch of people get killed and i'm like oh we got to be getting toward like the climax but there's, <laughs> yeah. there's an hour left <laughs> a whole right. hour when they first go into uh when like the crew that's trying to shut down ed harris's operation first gets to alcatraz or trash alcatraz alcatraz I was like, oh, there's like 20 minutes of the movie left. And then I looked at the clock, and it was like an hour. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yo, I, that was Nuts. when I went from the couch to my bed and took a nap. <laughs> um, um, there's a good uh, – oh, the car chase we talked about is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a good trope. I feel like Sean Connery has like a quote where he goes – he says, I hope you're insured. And the trope to me is like talking to people in a car chase that can't hear you. (laughs) (laughs) He's screaming. Yeah. He's driving and he barely looks over his shoulder. He's like, I hope you're insured. That's after he's uh, hit several people. He's worried about this one guy. Oh, I hope you're insured. One of, he drives, one of them drives through all those, uh, water coolers. That's why California doesn't have water right there. Oh, true. Yeah. Can we all go through San Francisco? Yeah, true. Let's all go through and say, I hope you're insured in a Sean Connery voice one by one. I'll start. I, I did care. it already. I hope you're insured. <laughs> well, Sean Connery. Yours yeah. is a little bit more uh, subdued. Yeah, thanks. I hope you're insured. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Joseph? Uh, I'll keep it more true to the source where he's like, I hope you're insured. <laughs> right. He, he's a little older in this film. It's funny that you said that yeah. because one of the notes I had was i mean i'll still i'll still do it and you can't use the one you just did i said tyler can you do an impression of anyone in this movie oh just did it (laughs) no he just said you can't (laughs) you can't use that one i just think that's not fair to me you're right i can't make the man no all right what do we got (laughs) Um, what was her name uh carla carla yeah 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 carla was the prom queen (laughs) (laughs) really um I love the Rocket Man quote also. Oh, okay, yeah. That part was good. That's like such a Michael Bay thing where they set up those one-liners yeah. all the time. What do you mean? Like uh, like right before he kills the guy yeah. Yeah. with the Rocket Man thing. Well, they like double set it up because in the beginning of the movie when uh, Carla and Nick Cage are hanging out, Rocket Man is playing in the background. By Elton John. And I was like, Sir yo. Sir Elton John. Wow. So much f- <laughs> foresight yeah, yeah dude <laughs> that's pretty that's good <laughs> screenwriting right there there oh, was a really so there was a mischance for a, a wilhelm scream toward the end okay um, when uh connery throws that dude off the roof he gives like a real yell oh it yeah he, it just would have been better with a nice like wilhelm scream yeah yeah there's a good uh dr cox is in this movie also he is. john c mcginley <laughs> he's like so serious it's very bizarre it's so weird he he's in a lot of stuff he i've gets, noticed he gets lit on fire like a pair of nikes boys does he get vaporized uh, you could say that. They say the word vaporize in this movie way too much. <laughs> and the thing is, like, the, it's not even about explosions. It's about nerve gas, so you don't even... Yeah. It doesn't vaporize you. It just, like, turns you into bubbles. Your spine <laughs> pops out. And, oh, his and your description skin melts, of it is crazy. And your butt hangs off. <laughs> your butt, yeah, that's it. Your butt empties out, turns inside out. You turn into your own butt. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think about the ending? Forget Maui? And then they end up in Michigan or something. And he's dressed like Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, it was yeah. in uh, Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And he says, honey, you want to really know who killed JFK? 
Is like, that what was in the... Oh, the, the microfilm? Yeah. The, the mic- yeah, so I guess... Uh, Ridiculous. The reason Connery got arrested was because he was a British spy who collected all these U.S. secrets. Yeah. But he knew every secret for the last ten, like five decades, but they he said? Was like he, one was of the, yeah. he was like the only person not on the inside anymore that knew yeah. it or whatever, right? Yeah, so they arrested him for knowing all these things. Yeah. yeah. And then he told Nick Cage at the end how to find the microfilm that contains it all. But... What, is it, okay. what good does that do him? Well, it's how he starts. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It beca- becomes if, I Car- if I was Carla, I'd be like, no. I want to <laughs> go to Maui. This is stupid. <laughs> but how else? This is the beginning of National Treasure. Na- na- <laughs> yeah, natural Treasure. <laughs> where I, Doesn't Ed Harris play the bad guy in National Treasure 2? Yeah, it. so this is the halfway point. Uh, so it goes James Bond, <laughs> and then this, where Sean Connery is James Bond, and then Nick Cage turns into the treasure hunter. National treasure. I love it. I was reading a Reddit uh, theory where Sean Connery's character in this is just James, imprisoned James Bond. No yeah. No matter yeah. what, I'm going with that. There's okay. like three different references to James Bond, too, in this movie. He says something about how, like, uh, God, I can't. Well, they mention microfilm. Okay. And he says something about how, like, oh, that's how we used to do it, and blah, 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 and says some James Bond shit. I didn't really write any of them down. But uh, you'll just have to trust me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have, I have one screen capped. I just got to find it real quick. Yeah, uh, you guys know how action movies have like a ton of cuts and shots and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. This movie has 2,900 shots. Dude, the, the, I bet 2,800 of those are in the car chase. It cuts every so 2.5 seconds. Ugh. That is probably why it was so obnoxious to watch at some point. Yeah. 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 I mean, it would be people talking and we'd be like zooming back and forth it was crazy yep um but michael bay holds that it's his favorite film he's ever done isn't that crazy it's probably <laughs> his best one me and michael bay has besides bad boys too he oh, did true. titanic right henry rollins yeah he did titanic that movie sucks i know what's gonna happen before i even watch it okay <laughs> fair enough <I> like it <laughs> i can't find the james bond uh thing we'll put it on the we'll put it on twitter or something um, um, there sounds, was a, sounds good. There was a dis, there was a discussed sequel for this movie in 2017. Michael Bay discussed possibly filming a sequel to this. Gotta movie. be. There has to be. I would love that. I would kind of love that I'd too. I'll fund that. Is uh, Sean Connery still living? Is he, yeah. Uh, do we know this? He's he alive. <laughs> uh, the concept that Mason is chased by the government after escaping. So yeah, chased down. Cool. Sean Cage or Sean Cage. <laughs> Sean Cage. <laughs> uh, Are we to believe that Sean Connery is British in this movie? I yo, yes. I don't think so. I don't believe that. For I don't a believe second. it either. I, I mean, he works for British intelligence. Like, sure, yeah, yeah, but I mean, is he British? I don't. Well, the, I know that he's not. When the one guy's fighting him, and he's like, "My dad was Irish," <laughs> or something. Remember yeah. that? It's like yeah. near yeah. the end. Well, it was like, did I tell is you? Is that like an anti-British man, thing? Did I tell you my old man was Irish. When have you? When would you have told him yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> You've never met. And and why? <laughs> you know that you didn't say that to him. <laughs> Tyler, I feel like this is exactly your style of movie. I like it. That's really good. <laughs> when would you have done that? Uh, this That's what Sean Connery should have said. On, wi- on Wikipedia, this movie falls under the list of films featuring the United States Navy SEALs. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, some of those extras were SEALs. That's, oh, really? all, that's good. Yeah, some of those Navy SEALs in the movie were Navy SEALs. The animals? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> um. The part where uh, they got Larry Henderson as a hostage, mm-hmm. and then uh, Nick Cage and Sean Connery are trying to figure it out. Nick Cage, as Sean Connery is walking away, yells, "What about Mr. Henderson's head?" <laughs> oh, right. And then uh, Sean Connery just turns around, and gives him a thumbs up, <laughs> and he's and like, th- "Okay." And he's like, <laughs> "What does that mean?" <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that part. <laughs> um, I don't really have much else to say. I liked it, but I didn't love it. Okay. So I think if you could, if like a, you had a better director do it, the plot itself could be cool. If you don't make it so over the top, yeah. full yeah. of explosions. If you got a director who was not like, okay, teenage mutant ninja turtles, they're from space, <laughs> and yeah. it's and it's kind they're of aliens. like it's a little too long to just put on with like. I feel like it's a little too long to put on with like a group of people. Totally, in a way, like it's a it's like a, a perfect like watching a group movie because it's so ridiculous. But it's like by the end, everybody will be like tired. You're over you know it. What it I was mean? a hard You're like one. over it. It was a hard one to get through. It was. I put I, away laundry. I, I fell like, asleep and then I tried to watch the rest of it today and I had an hour and a half left still. And I was like, are you shitting me? Yeah, well, think about all the time you have to commit to explosions. True. <laughs> In the sky. True. Did you know that when Michael Bay films and movie, the world has uh, explosions shortages because he uses them all? 
<laughs> now, where did you hear that? <laughs> Can you back that up with a source? Oh, um, boy. The premiere of this movie was held in Alcatraz. Oh, the really? Prison Yard. That's cool. I thought that was pretty cool, actually. I think they didn't... I thought I read they had to, like, build Connery a cabin or something like that. Like, he wanted... No, just, yeah, he requested... Yeah. He, like, insisted it. <laughs> Um, because he they didn't want to have to travel back to the mainland. Yeah, the rest of the cast shooting. stayed in uh, San Fran and was ferried over every day, and he didn't want to do that. And I feel like that would so be stayed on Alcatraz. That would be advantageous. <laughs> you're in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're not in like the Tenderloin, you're good he to also, go. <laughs> he also didn't come into the movie until 25 minutes, and he got top billing. Crazy. He honestly does. And he's like it. front and center on the cover too. Yeah, yeah. He definitely had like just negotiated the hell out of that. Do you think he was the Rock? In the movie, like he was the he was the, was rock. Like the physical oh no they man. they say right away that it's the the prison oh okay I'm oh sorry, yeah, sorry. yeah 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 sorry I'm I'm, I'm in a misspoke maybe he thinks he is <laughs> <laughs> maybe the Sean, real rock all along is <laughs> Sean the Rock <laughs> along the way. <laughs> um, there are some other cool people in this movie also we were gonna say what do you think the uh, the VX poison or whatever tastes like. That one guy gets a taste of it near the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, he shoves it, it in now. his mouth. Yeah. I was going to bring it back even later. Oh, even later. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, I would think it would taste like ecto-cooler. Like a, yeah. Like a... Was that Kool-Aid or was it High C? High C was yeah. ecto-cooler. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you, I mean, everyone feel free to I'm discuss amongst yourselves. Uh, like melted gummy bears. Oh, that guy's like that a... That sounds so a, good. A, a, <laughs> I feel like plays like a dickhead guy and stuff a lot. Uh, and then the, the other captain is like the guy from um, Candyman. Oh, Candyman himself is he's in this movie. Literally Candyman. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I've never seen that it. movie's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and he's also in like um, I feel like uh, Night of the Living Dead and stuff. I okay. think he's in that. Sick. Uh, Was that the one? Uh, the other like high-ranking guy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the like the guy that gets like rocketed. He's like I yeah, want to get paid. Man. Yeah, Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I liked the the phrase. It's a grunge thing. People hated that. that kept coming up. Hated that so much. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, like it, they they had to like add in that because he was locked away for thirty years, he missed some stuff. Yeah, but like that is not the way to go. About yeah, <laughs> the background in the haircutting scene was very CG. Everything was. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that whole scene should have been cut. Uh, another good uh, Nick Cage quote. The last one I'll bring up is where he goes, "Glass or plastic? Glass or plastic?" <laughs> had a tough time following that. <laughs> I was like, what? Which part, was he, which part was that? I and then remember. he like overexplained it, where the guy's pointing the gun to his head at, near the end, and then uh, he's like, ba- he's basically asking him which, how he wants type to die. Of, yeah, or no, like what they want to put his remain, what he wants his remains put right. in because he's going to get vaporized, and mm-hmm. then Sean Connery comes up and knocks the guy out uh, and takes a gun. Yeah, great, bizarre. Glass or plastic? That great, had to have been an ad lib as well oh too. My God, I'm sure it was. Do you um, think that sometimes Nick Cage, while filming, forgets that it's not real? No. He's I think he the like penultimate actor. No, <laughs> I think he, I, he just like fully commits. I was watching the extras too. That's I want to say, uh, maybe this the bat lieutenant movie he's in, and okay. or, or something like that. And like he just like, I think someone asked him like, "Do you know that you're like people view you as being like ridiculous and blah blah blah?" And he's just like, he's like, "I just have fun and just like go for it." Every and that's time, why he's awesome, no matter what. And that's why he's legit my favorite actor. He's so good. So that's I guess he forgets that he's not in a role in real life because he just buys mansions and like <laughs> true dinosaur remains <laughs> and goes bankrupt. <laughs> like, and then he has like a crazy grave in New Orleans and stuff too. Yeah, Wait, is he dead? No. Oh, my bad. Not yet. <laughs> who, who, Sorry, who do you think will die first, Nick Cage or Sean Connery? Nick Cage for sure. Wait, wow. Sean Connery is like a hundred. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Still <laughs> breaking news. Nick, Nick Cage, Cage murdered by Sean Connery. <laughs> Nick Cage is burning the candle at both ends. After <laughs> listening to a podcast. Yo, how would you guys rate this movie? It's so hard to rate this style of movie that I want to hear yours before I give mine. What are you doing? Letters, numbers? Out of ten. Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a what is it a sixty six? I'll give it a C plus. Out of a hundred. <laughs> Just give a damn C number. plus out of ten. Yeah, they gave it a uh, a sixty six percent, which I thought was crazy. I would give it like a give like a seven and a half. I enjoy it. Dude, I like. I, I'm to be did seven point four. So I really, I really, I really like. I really enjoy it. Like. Sweet. It, but it's like you're completely con- ridiculous. Are you biased yeah. though? Because you love Nick Cage? Maybe a little bit. But I'm okay. saying you're con- you're confused that they gave it a 66 and you're going to give it a 75. 
Yeah, I think 66 is too low. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was 100% uh, on the other end of that. Oh, you thought that I thought it was too high? Yeah. No, yeah, I think it's too low. Okay. Man. I think it needs to be higher. I, th- I give it at least like a, okay, well, I'll say a 7. I, I think I give it a nice solid like 50%, like a good like wow. 5 out of 10. I think it's like great middle of the line. It's it's not incredible as far as these what, movies go, but it's enjoyable. How would have like what would they have done to make it better for you? How would <laughs> what how would they change it that you give it a 70? Like a talking dog? How would the Michael Paul shock version of this movie be? Uh, everyone would hug at the end. <laughs> I hate human contact, but they'd all hug. I like it when he's like, like watch slow, it. when he's got the flares and slow mo. Yeah, that part was good. I'm definitely biased, but I'm also I also like have like a really soft spot for just like ridiculous cast of like C actors. Totally, I don't know why. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I can get into that. I just think as far as this style of movie goes, it wasn't my favorite. It yeah. didn't have enough C. Thomas Howell. Oh my god, that's true. <laughs> that's so true. It's no Con Air. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. True. Which Wait, what's your what's your actual rating time? It's <laughs> <laughs> like C plus out of a hundred. Six point five. Cool, okay, cool. cool. Good, good, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just thinking of C Thomas Al now. <laughs> um, we have a segment called uh, "What We Do." Tyler is we we do a food pairing of the movie and the, and the food, and we call it wine or or no, we don't oh, we call, call it, it that. Sorry, we call it tasting notes. <laughs> sure. I didn't. I didn't do any proper tasting notes, but um, given mineral, I thought it'd be something kind of like nice and salty, something with a lot of sodium. Uh, I don't have anything. What that would be? Like like a like a like a margarita. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, margarita would be good. The drink that I was thinking though was the ecto ecto cooler to go with like the weird nerve agent thing. Um, that was my big thing that I was kind of like. Banking on. I, was, I said mineral water and green jello. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I also was like frantically googling uh, Sean Connery favorite food about five minutes ago, and I couldn't, I couldn't come up with anything. Yeah, his favorite food. All I could come up with was like his James Bond food, like oysters and crap. He probably loves like London broil or something. <laughs> True. Is it just because it has the word London in it. <laughs> Subconsciously, yeah, because but I, did, I didn't. Because he's together. a British guy in The Rock. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Uh, Tyler, do you have anything you'd like to contribute there? I know it's weird to throw you on the spot. I, I would not give you a format of the show because I wanted to throw you to <laughs> you the world. I would do some sort of drink with Midori in it. Give it that nice green color. Okay. Uh, riot Punch. Just I would just do uh, Grand Alcohol and Midori. Cool. <laughs> and then I would also just serve rock candy. Oh, rock candy. Oh, that's wow. a good one. That's actually really good. You win. Or Pop Rock. Suck it! <laughs> you win. <laughs> okay. Um... You didn't do it this week, and you wouldn't have known to do it. But I'm, I'm like ashamed that I didn't do. Tell me what to do. I I'll do it right now. This week, that's fine. I'll blindly I will, do whatever you say. Well, right you now. can ask Tyler. Well, I was going to ask both of you. You can kind of ask both of us. You can commingle. Uh, saying, tell me whatever. I'll do it blindly. Go I'm, ahead. I'm trying to get a theme song going for this. I think this could be a cool theme song. This is the segment called Wine or Cheese, um, where we present uh, a quote, and you have to tell us if it's from the record or from the movie. Let's, let's do it. I, is this the I hope this is easy, but if it's not, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> well, so I always like, try to make it super hard on Mike, and the first couple were uh, like in my favor, but then Mike started wising up, and he's yeah. been knocking out of the park ever uh-huh. since. I just am not prepared. Yeah. Um, so there's one and says, uh, will here and now the lies stop? Ooh. Do you know if that's the movie that's the or album. the album? That's the album. I'm going to go with the album as well. It is the movie. Ah, Tyler sounded so confident. I don't remember the context. <laughs> um, don't ever believe me. Maybe that had something to do with uh, Who? Carla. Could have been. You know, yeah, it trying been. to figure out where uh, Nick Cage was. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Would it be Sean Connery's daughter? Oh, it could have been. Oh, oh actually, that's got to be The it. chick from Green Street Hooligans. Is that what she's from? Yeah. She's in a couple things. Yeah. That was kind of like in a bit of an abandoned uh, story arc, or yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> I was like that could have been uh, Ed Harris, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I forget. It could have been anybody, honestly. It's a very vague line, which is why I got you guys. Nick Cage would never say that line. Nick Cage would never say that line. Nick Cage would never say that line. Line number two. The stitches dissolved and all the wounds heal in time. The record. Album. Yeah, for sure. Um, don't know what song. I'm going to do four of them. Okay. Because the fifth one kind of sucks. Okay. I'll just do the fifth one right now because you guys will get it right away. <laughs> you picked me up and whispered forever. Album. Mineral. 
Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was it, trying to think of contacts in the movie. I was yeah. like, is he double tricking me? <laughs> um, something I couldn't do while you were here, I tried. Say that again. Something I couldn't do while you were here, I tried. Oh, that's the movie. That's the uh, movie. That's the it's, opening. It's the movie. Opening uh, monologue. It is. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then, last but not least, I only hope that. Oh, sorry. I only hope that you can be proud of me. That's also from the opening monologue. Movie. No, it's from the album. Damn it. So that was where I thought that it would sound like it was from the opening monologue. Yeah. It, that's so it totally monologue. does. Yeah. Are you sure that's not both? Can you do both? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Have we had a both yet? I don't think we've ever had we a have. both. There's yeah. got to be one out that's there. That's true. <laughs> We're still looking for the perfect pairing. We are looking for the perfect pairing, and we always will. Is that about um, all we got? I think that's all we got. Any closing thoughts? Tyler, I feel like you could give like a like a speech real quick for us, like stand up and we could like salute you. Or you know, if you would have told me that, lights and flares. <laughs> um, no, thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, thanks to Cinepunks.com. Check them out; they got a lot of other great podcasts. Yep. Check out xlvacx.com, the Lehigh Valley, the Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. I'll get it right one week. Uh, thank them for sponsoring us, as always. Um, By this time, they will have done another uh, Let's Hang Out. And hopefully, uh, event. Hopefully, you went. Hopefully, you went, and hopefully, we played a Ramones cover set. Oh man, setting the bar <laughs> high. <laughs> might, have to, might have to cut that. It won't have happened. <laughs> it won't have happened. Um, thanks, Tyler, for coming on. Yeah. Absolutely, our first. Thanks for having hopefully me. Have many guests. If uh, anyone's still listening, check out my blog GQ.com, <laughs> and uh, check me out on Spotify under my stage name Rihanna. And check out TylerSmithFeet.com. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play a clip that Tyler gave us one time of a movie he wants to do in the future as well so maybe we'll have you back for this one and join I don't us remember this for our next episode the big episode 10 where we're gonna cover bleed american by jimmy Eat world and, and the purge election year <laughs> the cheesiest and the whiniest <laughs> really makes you think yeah um yeah thank you guys for listening what song should we play to close it out I gotta find. We had something in mind, didn't we? No, we played that for the. We played end serenading uh, for the. For just the do parking lot. Parking lot, off the other album. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's just a really good song. Okay, here we go. Here's parking lot from the power of failing. <laughs>